live from the Bates Motel, it's the Dockaburst Podcast, episode 45, Hot Magic Tonight. On this episode, we've got RPG Prompts, Friday Grab Bag, and Commentary. And we'll get things started just as soon as I go take a shower. Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Doc Cross, and I hope you have all had a good last few days since the last episode. We are right now, it's, well, I'm recording this on October 24th at about 10 o'clock at night, and it has been raining for many, many hours all day since Saturday night. It's been pouring down. I think it's rained about a little more than four inches here in Sacramento. Of course, all this is great for the drought we've been having and putting out the remaining few fires we've had. But we have gone from fire season now to flood, mudslide, and rock slide season. There's a huge rock slide up on one of the highways going east. Anyway, it's just part of living in California, so I hope you're having a good time. Also, if you're living anywhere north of California, like Oregon, Washington, you're probably getting soaked too. Hope you folks are doing okay up there. Before I get on to the rest of the show and thanking patrons and all that stuff I normally do, I want to discuss next episode, which is coming out on Sunday at noon rather than just after midnight on Monday, because I'm introducing the new Instant Places thing that I'm doing for my patrons. And of course, as I've said, part of that will be me discussing the PDF I put up each uh, time I do it, which is every other Monday. So there's going to be some changes to the podcast. Right at the moment, the only change is that on Monday, I will be alternating the Instant Places added information with the three-box problem, and that will continue for the foreseeable future. I am going to make some changes to the podcast after the first of the year. Uh, Some of the stuff I've been doing will come to a halt. Some of it will take a break. Some of it will be sticking around. I plan on doing the monster movie reviews for quite a long while yet, although they may shift away from monsters to maybe horror movies, to maybe science fiction movies, maybe even superhero movies. I don't know. But uh, there will be some sort of genre-related movie review. I think RPG prompts will probably be around for a while. But uh, getting back to the Instant Places thing, I am up to, I think, Instant Place number seven now. And I haven't got... uh, the last two or three turned into PDFs yet, but I've got all the maps done. I've got most of the little information. And as I've said before, the PDF will be a very simple thing. It'll be one, two, possibly three pages, uh, just a Word file or a text file that's got a map on it, picture on it, and it will be turned into a PDF. And it will just have the very basics, like if there's a wizard's house, it'll just say, a wizard lives here, you know, maybe he's old and cranky, I might put a little bit of that in, because you'll get the really meaty ideas if you listen to the podcast, and I talk about the 
ideas I have for the whole setting. Part of this is so that people who just use the PDFs can just take it raw and change it any way they want. And part of it is for people who say, well, you know, this is a good idea, but I kind of like, you know, some expansion. Well, I'll give them the expansion and I'll get more podcast listeners, hopefully. So if you have friends that might be interested in this, please tell them about it. Now we move on to, as always, me thanking the patrons over on Patreon who kick in money every month, help me keep this thing going, help me occasionally buy things we need, like dog medicine and stuff like that. So thank you, David. Thank you, Avis. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Jame. Thank you, Marion. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you, Peter. You guys are swell, and I hope you enjoy the stuff I'm going to be doing with PDFs. I'm also going to go back and convert some of my old stuff to PDFs again, so that'll be available to you. And I have a mini podcast coming up soon. Now we move on to RPG prompts. And this time, we've got a couple of interesting ones. The first one is, describe the best compliment you've had gaming. And, you know, it sounds kind of boastful if you say, well, I've had a lot of compliments. I mean, I I think probably one of the best ones I've ever had, one of the ones that made me laugh the most and it was kind of a, a good tribute to my comedic skills, was several years ago at Dundercon when I was running one of my tune games. And we had a situation happen with a bunch of tunes all getting sucked into a giant vacuum cleaner and a bunch of things went on inside it and outside it, and then the whole thing exploded. And a lady who was, you know, over 40 at the time, she had to jump up and leave the room, the main room. We had a bathroom because Dundercon has all of its uh, role-playing games in private rooms. And some of them are rooms with bathrooms. And she ran into the bathroom. When she came out a little bit later, she said... That was so funny, what you did, that I almost peed myself. So that's a pretty big compliment when you're, when you're that funny that you almost make somebody pee theirself. But still, it was, it was a good compliment. I have had a couple of people compliment me and say that a campaign was one of the best they've ever played in. That's great. I, I like that sort of thing. So yeah, there have been some compliments. I've had a couple of compliments I cannot mention because they were pretty personal and there was stuff going on during the game that I can't talk about in public. Now the next question, the next RPG prompt is gaming ambitions for the next 12 months. Well, my big gaming ambition for the next 12 months The one I'm most looking forward to is getting back to a convention, getting to Dundercon. It's been a long while. But beyond that, as I've said before, I have my D&D and pizza group, and that's breaking up because one of our players is working very hard to earn enough money over the holiday season so that she and her husband can move to New Mexico come next June or July, somewhere in there. Well, that's going to break up the group. Um, We haven't played in about three months, I don't think. And uh, so eventually that group's coming to an end. And I will have to start a new game. But I've been thinking about starting a new game anyway. 
So what I'm looking forward to in the next 12 months is starting a whole new group, which will probably have my remaining two players from my D&D and pizza group in it, and possibly even starting another group beyond that. So I would be running two different games in the coming year. I look forward to playing in my uh, friend Jessica's game that I've been playing in for six and a half years now. That's always fun. I don't see that going anywhere. We are right now at once a month, but after the first of the year, we'll be back to twice a month. Look forward to that. I am looking forward to all the various products that my game-creating friends out there in the industry do. And I am really just looking forward to seeing what happens next in gaming. So that's the RPG prompts for this time, and we'll have a couple more next time. Now we come to Friday Grab Bag, which is where I just talk about something that caught my mind right before I started recording today. And what caught my mind was salsa. No, not the music, the condiment. The condiment which has become the best-selling, largest-selling condiment in the country. It passes up mayonnaise, it passes up ketchup, it passes up mustard. People eat more salsa than any other condiment. I love salsa. There's a lot of ways to make it. And what I'm going to do right now, rather than talk about different kinds of salsas, is I'm going to tell you how I make mine. And it's pretty simple, pretty traditional. I take a large onion, any sort of onion you like. I usually use a yellow one, but sometimes I use red. Take it, chop it up into small pieces, throw it in a bowl. Take two jalapeno peppers, chop them or slice them open, get the seeds out, chop them up, throw them in a bowl. If you're feeling really frisky, you can chop up a habanero and throw it in there if you want. Depends on how hot you want it. I like a couple jalapenos. That's about hot enough for me. Take four cloves of garlic, smash them up, chop them up, throw them in a bowl. Then... Go ahead and take a avocado, slice that up, slice it into little tiny bits, throw it in the bowl. Finally, take two nice, ripe, preferably heirloom tomatoes, cut them up in little pieces, throw them in the bowl. Now we come to the part that some people will leave out, but I don't. Take a big bunch of cilantro, chop it up, throw it in the bowl. There you've got just about everything you need for salsa. Stir it up, and then add a little bit of salt. Put a little bit of lime juice on it. Stir it up some more. Put it in the refrigerator, and don't screw around with it for at least a couple of hours. Let all those flavors marry and be delicious. Then take it out, eat it. Now, of course, if you don't like onions, like my wife doesn't like onions, she likes the flavor, doesn't like the texture, Well, you can leave the onions out, I guess. If you don't like avocado, you could try putting mango in. I've even had it with bananas chopped up in it. Not too bad. If you don't like, you know, cilantro, and there are a lot of people who don't because it tastes weird to them. It's a genetic thing. Tastes one way to some people. Tastes like soap to other people. Then, by all means, don't put cilantro in. I might suggest chopping up some, oh, Mexican oregano. Or you could go with basil. You could go with, uh, you know, any sort of herb that you like that adds a little flavor. You might want to go sparingly because you don't want to get too much of one flavor. So, yeah, you can, you know, salsa is what you make of it. Everybody's 
grandmother in Mexico and everywhere else makes a different sort of salsa. They do things a little bit differently. So try making some salsa. And especially if you are a football type of watching person, you know you're already going to have salsa at games. Maybe next time I'll talk about guacamole. I don't know. I love that too. Finally, folks, it's time for commentary. And this commentary I have titled, Oh, Demon Alcohol, which actually comes from a kink song called Alcohol, where he sings, Oh, demon alcohol, sad memories I can recall. Who thought I would fall a slave to demon alcohol? Only he sings it a lot better than I do, so... Go find the Kinks album and listen to Ray Davies sing it. But what I want to talk about concerning alcohol is, first of all, people should not shame other people for not drinking. There are a lot of reasons people don't drink, and there are a lot of reasons people shouldn't drink. There are people who don't drink because it makes them sick. There are people who don't drink because they're allergic to alcohol, like Isaac Asimov was. There are people who don't drink because they do not want to lose control. Goodness knows there are a whole lot of women who don't drink because that puts them in a very vulnerable position, and there are a lot of miserable bastards out there who might take advantage of it. And there are people who don't drink just because they don't like the taste of it. Also, of course, there are people who don't drink because they're alcoholics who've cleaned up their game, so they shouldn't drink at all anyway. So nobody should ever try and shame anyone into drinking, just like you shouldn't try and shame anyone into sex or taking dope or anything. Just, you shouldn't do it. So don't do it. However, if you do like alcohol, do you serve alcohol at your games? Now, there are people who don't because, let's face it, a bunch of gamers get drunk and the game can go to hell and when you all wake up the next day, nobody remembers what the fuck happened or you remember things wrong. I have played in such games. I have GM'd while drunk. And we pretty much wrote off the whole game the next time we got together because we can only remember bits and pieces of it. Of course, I've also played games while I was high on cocaine and stoned and horny and all sorts of other things that can affect your judgment. But uh, yeah, I, I'm, you know, a little bit of liquor at the game table is probably okay. But if you drink too much, things are going to get goofy. Now, if you want things to get goofy, well, there you go. Another thing is to what you might drink at the game table. I have very often had a beer or two. I don't drink wine anymore, but when I did, I would sometimes have a glass of wine if the host was putting it out. Hard liquor. I have been at a game table where somebody popped the lid on a bottle of Jack Daniels and it circulated around the table until there wasn't any more. So I guess what I'm saying is alcohol in gaming is entirely up to you. I think maybe a little bit of it can sometimes loosen up people, you know, in situations where, especially where people are getting too intense about a game. Uh, This is usually not the people who drink. Um, I found out that the less people drink or do dope or have sex or whatever, the more intense they tend to become about games, the more obsessed because, well, they're not drinking or doing dope or having any sex. So that tends to make you pretty intense anyway. So yeah, that's my ramble on here about alcohol. And personally, I'm a hard liquor and beer sort of guy. So 
If you have me, it's a game, and you pour me some scotch, I'll drink it. Well, folks, we are at the end of the program, and I would like to thank you all for listening. If you have any suggestions, comments, or questions, I can be reached at Facebook, where I'm Doc Cross, on WordPress at the Dockiverse blog, via email at agentroscoe at gmail.com, or if you're listening via Anchor, you can leave a voicemail. And if you're listening on the Patreon page, you can just do a comment right now. Get it out of the way. If you'd like to support me via Patreon and hear these podcasts two weeks before they go up on Anchor, just go to www.patreon.com forward slash dot cross and sign up for as little as a dollar a month. However, if you want to get those Instant Places PDFs, you're going to have to sign up for $3 or more per month. But that works out to only a buck and a half per PDF, so not a bad deal. If you'd like to sponsor this podcast or advertise on it, or send me a Basset Hound puppy. Don't don't send me a Basset Hound puppy. You can bring it to me, but don't send it to me like in a mail or anything. Get in touch with me by any of the methods I just mentioned. Our music was Spine Chilling Cardiac Tension by Biz Baz Studios off of Google Music. This podcast and everything on it, except the music, is copyright 2021 by Doc Cross. Now, listen very carefully. Whatever you do, do not turn around. Just start running. (laughs) I'll see you all next time.